0: Mind
1: of a bad man. This is the end, friend. friend.
0: Your suffering will be legendary, even in hell. the front I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Candyman. I am
1: eternal. Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. <laughs>
0: that is better. I guess everyone's entitled
1: to One Good Scare, huh? Some kind of strange idea of entertainment.
0: The inadequate club, aka Camp Blood Radio is back live in the studio. I am your host, Nathan Barker, and joining me is the Joe Gallo. Hey, what's up? Well, Joseph, we have another AKA to add to our list. What? Who? Camp Blood Radio is now, as of last week, and I don't make these things up, Joseph according fuck. according to a website on the interwebs camp blood radio is the number 1 friday the 13th podcast
1: in all the lands fuck that's amazing <laughs> fucking great news who who's lying well
0: i will be perfectly honest i have never heard of this website so However, I have done a little bit of research on said article, because that's what it was, was a recommendation article on the top 10 Friday the 13th podcast. And when I seen it, I'm, I'm like, what what is this? What What the hell is this? And the headline was t- the 10 best Friday the 13th podcast. And uh, I was like, okay. So uh, scrolling, th- you know, I open it up, boom, there we are. Number one.
1: It's like, that's looking crazy. All we do is talk about wieners.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So it's like, uh, is is there a loophole in here somewhere? Or is this a joke? Or is one of our loyal nine listeners trying to be a funny man? I really don't know what's going on. Is one of the haters out there trying to, I don't know, get a rise out of this? I have no idea. But because this show sucks so bad and is not worth listening to really whatsoever, it's Correct. extremely hard to believe that it would be number one in anything. I mean, I could see it being the number one worst.
1: <laughs> That's true. I agree with that one.
0: I'll give it that. But either way, we'll take it because you know what? That'll give the haters out there something to fucking suck on this week, won't it?
1: I mean, we are irrelevant, aren't we? That's what we well, were told.
0: I was I I've heard that we that we are irrelevant. Etc. Etc. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. I mean, I've heard that, but kind of funny how I don't see any of those people's names on this list. But if you want to check it out for yourself, feedspot.com Check it out for yourself, people. I also posted it on our Facebook page, and of course, posted it on the Instagrams and the Twitters. You know but why? Got
1: everybody in the wiener for it too. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: Well, we definitely thought that that was post-worthy, so whatever that may be worth from feedspot.com. But anyways, I appreciate that, and I will take that, because guess what? We all can't be winners now, can we, Joseph?
1: At least we're winning in something. (laughs) But we are winning in something. So we had
0: that going on this week, which is somewhat of a big deal. I mean, you could say that this uh, feedspot.com – Well, anybody can make a website. Well, yeah, because I made one. CampBloodRadio.com.
1: Yes, you did,
0: Daddy. Well, technically, I didn't make it, but it is on GoDaddy. It is through GoDaddy, so you calling me Daddy is somewhat correct. Well,
1: no, I'm (laughs) aroused. Cool.
0: So that just shows you that any idiot can make a fucking website because I did it. And I'm not the brightest crown in the box by any means. So yes, anyone can make a website. Anyone can put shit on the internet. I get that. But Feedspot.com. Go check it out for yourself. And uh, did did maybe some some someone that really doesn't know what they're talking about compile this list? Yes, maybe maybe they did. I mean, it's it's very evident that they did. So, and I'm not even going to give the shout outs to the other nine that are on the list. Cause you know what? We don't have time for that. If you want to see who the other nine were, the other nine losers out there, <laughs> get go, fucked. Get fucked. Don't worry about what they're doing. Worry about, worry about what the King dingaling, the King ding are doing. Isn't that right, Joseph? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking eight. Well, like the bing dings. Well, the fuck. Tommy Lee of Friday,
0: the 13th podcast people.
1: Finally, we did it. We got a Tommy Lee status somewhere.
0: Well, I had to debate on what to mention first because we had another monumental occurrence this last week, Joseph. Speaking of Tommy Lee rankings in the Friday the 13th podcast world, we also had what I consider to be probably even better than that. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell everyone why. You know, I know, they know, everyone knows that Nikki Benz is our unofficial, official mascot. Right? Right. Jason Baker's been on in the past. We have had, I've had people message me, making other recommendations. And bottom line, it all boils back down to Benz Mafia. Always. This past week, and now I told you before that she liked one of our posts on the Twitters, mm-hmm. and that's from a verified account. You can go look at go look that one up while you're looking up who the Tommy Lee of Friday the Thirteenth podcast is. So, anyways, this past week, she started following Camp Blood Radio on Instagram. Who? Cool. Lee fuck the Nikki Benz with the little blue check mark next to the name the one
1: take that nine listeners take
0: that haters not only is Camp Blood Radio the number one Friday the 13th podcast in all of the world one of our followers and Nikki Benz, hang on now. I should mention this. Nikki Benz doesn't follow a shit ton of people either. Matter of fact, we were the 669th account that she was following. You believe that?
1: That's, that's, that's actually quite fucking funny. Dude. You didn't tell me that.
0: <laughs> I have a screenshot of it. I don't make this shit up, Joseph. I'm going to send it to you right now. I'll send it to you right now. All
1: right. I'm actually, working.
0: I'll do it in a second because I don't want to spill my coffee. But I don't make this shit up. So anyways, you know we love our Nicky's. If we could just get Nicky Six, if we could get him to go ahead and follow us, and if we could get uh, N- Nicky Nice-Ass, if we could get her in some Camp Blood Radio merchandise, we would have like a hat trick going on.
1: I could probably do it. She's moving soon, though.
0: Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, th- luck is in our favor right now.
1: It's a, good, so, it's a good day to be Camp Blood Radio.
0: I would say so. Now, so here's the beauty of that situation. Now that Nikki Benz follows Camp Blood Radio on the Instagrams, there's one one thing that that completely opens the door to. Now, I will also I'm going to tell you how this kind of happened in a second, but I just want to I just want to say that now, guess who can DM Nikki Benz?
1: Camp Blood fucking
0: Radio. Bingo. No sliding in the DMs, Joseph. No sliding in. It's just already open. Amen. So are you gonna DM her? Well, I mean, I may or may not have 13 times already, but that's that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> I guess I'll have to let you know if we've been blocked next week. We'll see. We'll see how long it takes for her to block us.
1: No, Nikki Bens, come on the damn show. We'll talk Friday the 13th, please.
0: So, anyways. Nikki did an appearance on, um, with Adam 22. I don't know if you know who that guy is. I do know. Um, does that ring a bell? Adam 22? No, sir. Okay. So I'm not a hundred percent sure like what his background is, but he has apparently, I think he has a couple shows, but one of them is called the plug talk show and Nikki was on there about a week ago. So there was a post made about her appearance on that. And of course I may or may not have made a comment that she should also be on camp blood radio since she's our quote unquote mascot. And then of course, some of our loyal nine listeners started chiming in on the replies. And next thing you know, Nikki Benz was liking the comments. And next thing I know, she's following Camp Radio. Oh, true, yeah. true story, Joseph. So anyways, we're getting closer, people. I'm, I'm speaking this into existence. We've been talking about Nikki Benz forever. We've been, we may or may not have messaged her millions of times. We may, may or may not have. I don't know. We may or may not have had listeners helping out. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm speaking this into existence, people.
1: Yeah, it's... I um, forget the word for it. Never mind. Go on. Creepy? No. <laughs> Obsessive? It gets the job done is what it. what it does.
0: I mean, either way. Either way. But all I'm saying is... Just keep your mind focused, people. Stay focused and things can things can happen. Now, do I want Nikki Benz on Camp Blood Radio? I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to be completely honest right here. I don't think she's really going to say anything that we don't already know. Sure, I'd love to have Nikki on, but I would be more interested in hearing what she has to say just about like who Nikki Benz even is. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, just like you did with the Ted White. Or we're going exactly.
0: We all know that we all know what she does. We all know her history. There's really nothing to talk about there, right? I mean, it is. it literally is what it is. Yeah, but I still want to hear it again on campus. <laughs> well, well, exactly. Because at this point, it's just became like a thing. So, but... I don't know that she would really share anything that we don't already know. I would be more interested on the backstory. What what's Nikki Benz do day to day? And she did that Camp Crystal Lake kind of skinamax Saturday night nineteen ninety one soft core uh, thing with a Jason Voorhees cosplayer that was wearing a silly fucking hockey mask. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Oh my god, we have yeah. Well, that's what we have to fucking talk about then.
0: Exactly. So and that's been a few years ago, and I can't remember the name of that, but it was her Ray of Sunshine and some dude in a crappy Jason costume getting busy with the blonde and the brunette. So I would be more interested, I guess, in discussing that that. Maybe Nikki Benz is a legit Friday the thirteenth fan. Maybe she's a horror film fan in general.
1: Right? Maybe she thinks uh, Kane Hodder is the best Jason. <laughs>
0: Maybe she thinks that Kane Hodder is the best Jason because he was Jason four times. I don't know. But those are the answers that we would find out. So we're, I'm just going to keep working at it and we'll see what happens. But hopefully she doesn't block us before the before the next episode because we might have something to to make an update with, right? I hope so stay tuned so all right anyways enough about that or we're gonna have to cut this episode short you know what i mean i do all right next weekend is a very important weekend and this week actually today is a very important day today live in the studio today is august 1st which means this is the day that one of our favorite Friday the 13th films was released in theaters. Way back, way back in 1986. Which would be what, Joseph? Friday the 13th
1: Part 6
0: Jason Lives. Exactly. 36 year anniversary. Now we missed the 35 year anniversary last year. Uh I don't remember why, but we missed it. So we're going to make up for that and have a little Part 6 talk a little bit later, but we have to We have to mention a couple other things that are extremely important. Next weekend, or this weekend coming up, I should say, first weekend of August, is Flashback Weekend in Chicago. Now, for the Friday the 13th fans, and the Nightmare on Elm Street fans, and fans of whatever else doesn't really matter, because those are the only two that really count anyway besides Halloween hmm <clears throat> sorry not sorry but ken Kurzinger will be present and robert england will be pleasant pleasant yes i know that he's pleasant he will be present also now they will be doing a photo op and ken will be in his freddy versus jason jason costume but robert will not be in freddy makeup robert is reported to just only be donning a glove, but they're going to have a special background built there that resembles a boiler room. So boiler room photo op, Ken Kurzinger, Jason Regalia, Robert England, probably wearing a Camp Blood Radio shirt if I had to guess. Mm -hmm. And just, I mean, for obvious reasons, I would have to guess that's probably what he's going to be wearing. And then a Freddy glove. So the photo op is $240. hairs.
1: Jesus titty, fucking Christ.
0: You know how many lap dances you could get from Nikki Benz for that? Probably none. (laughs) Probably none. Probably probably none. She would probably not be amused by that whatsoever. So, if you are in the Chicagoland area, or if you're going to fly in, or if you live anywhere near there and you're going to be there, you may or may not see me there. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna commit because I, I have a fear of commitments, Joseph. I so tell. I don't I don't plan anything ahead. I like to plan things on the go. Just like today, what happened? Go ahead and tell the go ahead and tell all nine people out there, Joseph. Um you got coffee delivered. Well I did, yes. But I mean just a little bit ago, how did we end up where we're at right now? Uh, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I text you and said, are you around?
1: Oh yes. Yes, sir.
0: Did I say anything about this prior? Nope. No. Literally on the fly, right?
1: Yep. You're just like, hey asshole, are you ready to go? And I'm like, actually, fuck yeah, I am. Let's do this.
0: If not, yeah. I'm gonna replace you. Yeah, fucking I'm very replaceable. Well, unfortunately we are all replaceable, Joseph. It is what it is on that front. But I mean, flashback I don't, I don't weekend. Think I mean, that's to be determined. That's a matter of opinion. And for your little your little friends out there that like to talk shit, I probably am replaceable, right? I know but not
1: everyone has a sexy voice like this, Nathan.
0: Well, I can't can't argue with that one. Mm-hmm. But I will say that after re-explaining the show's complaint process, I don't think we had any complaints this week, did we? No, I'm sure there's a lot of sore assholes out there,
1: but yeah. Probably a few. And, and speaking of you going to Flashback, though, I'm going I'm going to a con that same weekend. Well? I'm going to Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, where uh, Kane Hodder is actually going to be there. Big surprise. What he are the, the dates on day. Monster Mania? Um, uh, August 12th to the
0: 14th. Okay. So Flashback is... Th- so, actually, you're talking about Monster Mania is in two weeks. So oh, I'm an idiot, my bad. Yep. So, it, it's a Monday right now, August 1st. So, Joseph is probably running on a lack of sleep. So, this coming up weekend, August 5th, 6th, that is flashback weekend. Monster oh. Mania is August, the weekend of August 12th, 13th, correct?
1: Correct, my bad.
0: Your boyfriend, Kane Hodder, is going to be there.
1: Yeah, he's doing your favorite, too. He's going to be uh, donning the Part 8 and the Boombox for photo ops.
0: So what's funny is, speaking of your butt buddy, Kane Hodder, Kane Hodder is actually going to be at Flashback next weekend or this coming weekend also. But no one really cares. Well, no one really cares that he's going to be there because Ken Kersinger is going to be there. And we all know that Ken Kersinger is a better a better representative of Jason than Kane Hodder. So,
1: uh, was, excuse me, was Ken Gertzinger Jason four times?
0: Well, he was Jason technically twice.
1: Uh, well, still, that's not four.
0: Well, technically not, but I don't, I'm just, I'm just joshing the old, the old Jane Hodder fans out there. But, anyways, flashback weekend, Kane will be wearing, the the Jason X, your favorite. He will be doing a Jason X Uber photo op, oh which sounds uber stupid.
1: You better take it back.
0: I'm sorry, but nobody wants to do a photo op with a bunch of pillows, duct tape, to cane hotter, or a bunch of foam, <laughs> duct, <laughs> or a bunch of foam and duct tape on fucking cane hotter. Sorry, not sorry.
1: God damn it, dude. That, that image in my head is killing me.
0: <laughs> well, think about that. You know I'm right. Just think about yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, The Uber costume <laughs> did not turn off that well. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was a good uh, effort. It's better than it's I've seen before. But fucking that, stupid. Bob Marshall and I did a good job, I think, a couple years back.
0: So Kane Kane's going to have a busy couple weekends doing the costume photo ops and I'm going to I'm not going to let Ken Kerzinger slide either. Here's the deal. Ken has done a number of versus photo ops and his costume isn't that great either. He needs to get a different hood. Whatever hood he's wearing, not very good. And he needs I think he has a jacket from Dark Creations ATX. Now they do good work. I'm not knocking their work, but John Gerald, John Jarrell, however you want to pronounce that. That's who did my versus jacket. <clears throat> and I'm going to say that it's the best because it's the one that I have. It's just like the one that I have.
1: Makes sense. You know, it was a, was it Douglas Tate who, you know, we all know who that is. He, he, he was a hood from Topher. Maybe Ken Kurtzinger needs to get a hold of fucking Topher to get a new hood. I only seen a couple. So as far as
0: the hoods go, you know how they can change. And, different lighting some some angles yeah. they look phenomenal others they look like a they look like shit so the foot or uh, the hood that i have for my versus costume is an old ass one that was done by els studios and the paint job up close looks like shit but it photographs
1: awesome yeah i can see that i so, love your versus costume
0: i mean so john um Frighteous fx is who i'm referring to john has made versus jackets for a long time and he'll make them custom to fit. You just send them your measurements. So, you know, it's going to fit right out of the box, but John, John's work speaks for himself. Now I'm not saying that dark creations makes a bad one. I'm not saying that, but John knows his shit with the versus and I got mine years ago from him. And it's, it's definitely held up. I mean, his work that my costumes taken a fucking beating. So
1: it's been in music videos and shit.
0: Well, it has been in a few music videos with, uh, with your friend, Ari Lehman. Yes, that is correct. And I've worn it all over hell. And obviously the costumes weathered and distressed and half destroyed anyway, but it's quality shit. It's handmade quality shit. Joseph.
1: Amen, brother.
0: So I think that Mr. Kersinger should make a phone call to Frightful FX, and he should purchase a jacket from there. And I think that he should get a new hood. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go on the record there and say that I think that he should get a new one. Now he can't get a, any better of a machete for his photo ops. You know why? Why is that? Because he uses a screen-used machete. Oh shit! From the movie. From the movie. You know that movie, Freddy versus Jason, that's almost 20 years old now? Jesus Christ. You know that movie yeah. that Ronnie you fucking fucked the fuck up?
1: Hey, it was still enjoyable for me. There's a lot of nice titties.
0: Thank you, Monica Kena.
1: The only one for- we didn't get to see. She is
0: a nice looking young lady.
1: You really but, do me.
0: But yes, so anyways, flashback weekend, next weekend, Ken Kersinger. I think Ken should just do a, a Part 8 um, costume photo op just to piss off Kane Hodder, too. I think oh, that would be man. funny. They should put Ken and Kane both in Part 8 costumes and have a photo op for that next weekend. That's what they really should do.
1: Jesus Christ, you yeah. know. I mean, they all those dudes already talk shit about each other as it is, so no. that, that that would be interesting. They do. So,
0: either way, if you're in the Chicago area next weekend, knock yourself out. If you are in a couple weeks, if you are at Monster Mania, well, maybe Joe Gallo will knock you out. I don't know. I doubt you gotta, he's very. You got to watch out. You got to watch out for him doing the helicopter.
1: Yeah, if you're an ant.
0: All right, moving on another exciting piece of information, and I don't have a ton of information well I'm not. yes I do I do have a bunch of information about this, but I can't share it because i I made a I made a promise that I would not disclose certain certain things about this so we're going to keep this kind of brief, but the now People basically have a a month up until this is this is gonna happen. I'll give the dates here in a second. But this past week, rare tracks posted and also CSR collectibles. I think they're buddy buddy or something going on there. Maybe they're sister stores or whatever the hell you want to call that. They have announced they're gonna do a private signing with Mike Deluna from Friday the thirteenth, part three. And that is huge huge fucking huge news, my friend. So, well, here's the deal. And I did not realize how many people I thought, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm kind of ignorant sometimes because when you're a mega fan of something like Friday the 13th, you just assume that everyone else on the planet knows who some of these people are. Yeah. Right. Well, that is not the that is not the case. Not everybody knows every actor, every stuntman, every producer, director, whatever the yeah, hell.
1: Man, florist.
0: Yeah, um, they don't know all that information. But Mike Deluna is credited on IMDb as stunts for Friday Part Three, and he filled in for Richard Brooker. And there's a there's I've learned through the posting about this signing that there's a lot of people that had no idea that Richard did not do every scene in part three.
1: Do we know which ones were
0: him? So what I know, and I had a discussion with the owner of the store here, and these are things that are not going to get discussed because I don't, I can't prove this information now. We're probably going to find out in the very near future because there's a little something going on with this signing. So Mike, Mike has a pretty good stunt man career. He was actually, I think he did the death scene at the end when Scar in Scarface, when uh, Al Pacino dies, like doesn't he like fall over the banister or the railing or whatever staircase,
1: Yeah,
0: something like that. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but he did stunts for Scarface he he's been in in a number of films. Just look him up on IMDb. But there there was debate for a long time as to there was two other guys mentioned with Mike Deluna's name as the stunt double for Richard Brooker. There was Tom Elliott, who has a very storied stuntman career, and there was also Jimmy Madeiras. And Jimmy Madeiras also has a very noteworthy stuntman career. But you got to remember that back in the 80s, and and probably still to this day, even though movies are different than they were back then, a lot of these stunt guys worked together numerous times on other films and shit, right? right? So so several of these guys, if you go look up their IMDbs, they have matching credits, matching film credits for participating in the same movies. So not that that has anything to do with with what's going on with this signing, but... Mike, there's actually an article on Friday the 13th Franchise's website. And someone from part three had said that it was definitely Mike DeLuna who um, stunt doubled Richard Brooker in the hanging scene where he hangs and drops down in the barn, at the the barn.
1: Oh, shit. That's amazing. Fuck. Yes. So... Iconic. So
0: that particular scene, and if you look, if you go back and watch it right now and you go right to that scene, you will look, if you look, the build of the guy hanging looks different than what Richard Brooker looks like throughout the entirety of the movie. So, Are you
1: you talking like when he's going down the rope or when it's just dangling there? The, The hanging scene, just the hanging scene. Like, like when Chris opens the door and
0: sees him. the he- Well, I mean, we can dissect this into every second if you want, but I don't have the answers to that. The hanging scene, when Jason's hanging at the barn, that scene. So okay. what I what I would say is, is, I mean, did he do the entire thing? I'm going to assume so, and here's why. There was some scuttle that they didn't want Richard Brooker to do that part because he could have got injured and they wouldn't be able to use him for anything else. So I would assume that Mike did the entire thing. Damn. That's right? awesome. Yeah. So is there any real documentation on this? No. I mean, that article on Friday the 13th franchise is not 100% proof that that happened. Is he just credited as stunts on IMDb? It doesn't say anything. Hell, he could have been he could have done a stunt for anything according to that. Didn't doesn't say anything about Jason. He's not credited as a Jason Voorhees stunt double or Jason stunts or anything like that. So okay. if you Google Mike Deluna Friday the thirteenth, part three, you're gonna get that article and you're gonna get another very similar article. And they basically state state the exact same thing that Mike Deluna was Jason in the hanging, the barn hanging scene. So all will be revealed soon, I guess they're there. Yep. So beyond that, I don't know. I, I've had some discussions with some people that were involved in the Friday, the 13th part three memoriam documentary. And I'm not going to say who those people were, but one person in particular did not even know who Mike DeLuna was. He'd never heard of him. So someone directly involved in the part three documentary did not know who Mike DeLuna was. How crazy is that?
1: Yeah, that's pretty wild.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Could he have done some other scenes? Yes, absolutely. The scene that I, that he may have also done, but there, once again, lack of documentation was some of the other barn scenes. So obviously, there's other besides Jason hanging. We do have we do see Jason in the barn other on other occasions, right?
1: Right. So
0: <clears throat> apparently, Mr. DeLuna is a very private guy, and believe it or not, he. Does not want to be on Camp Blood Radio. I can't imagine
1: why. I just can't imagine why. So, but does he know that we're the number one Friday the 13th podcast?
0: Well, we technically weren't voted or, or classified, I should say, as the number one Friday the 13th podcast in all of the world until after this occurrence. Fair enough. But maybe he will change his mind because now we have a disclaimer. You know. You ever seen a championship a championship ring before, Joseph?
1: Not in person, bro.
0: Don't be messing with a champ. Right? Right. We need rings now. Okay? We're gonna get have to get championship rings, of course. So, anyways, I thought, well, what better to narrow this down or make public how however you want to call that, exactly what the involvement was with Mike at, let's just see if Mike wants to come on the show and he can just let the world know right mhm apparently he's not interested in that he lives very privately and i guess he's one of those people that it was just a job for him and he didn't really realize how big the friday the 13th community was even though friday the 13th has been huge in the community for the last 40 years. I well, mean, we have not. the we have the 40th anniversary coming up in two weeks, right?
1: Well,
0: the first one, right? The 40th anniversary of Friday Part 3 in two weeks.
1: I'm,
0: okay, my bad. Yes, you are bad, Joseph. We already know. You are a very naughty boy, you.
1: It says it right here.
0: It says it right on the screen that I'm looking at. I, it's weird that on on uh, right here in the studio jo- joseph is is logged in as a very naughty boy i don't make these things up people so um uh, i wish mike was interested to come on and and let us know exactly what his involvement was but here's the kicker so mike apparently was living under a rock uh for 40 years had no idea that the friday the 13th community is what it is but doesn't does not want to do conventions or anything like that. So he's going to do this private signing with Rare Tracks, CS Star. And that is his way of giving back to the fans, apparently. So this is going to be a one, from what I'm told, this is going to be a one time shot. They have eight by tens. They have some 11 by 14s on their website for pre order, but they're also taking mail in. Items. Now, here's the kicker. Think about this for one second. For any of you that had a cast piece that's missing Richard Brooker, you can replace. Now, I know we can't replace Richard or his signature. I get that. But you could potentially add Mike DeLuna's signature on your cast signed items.
1: So like my mask. I have t I have fucking Ted Whites on there. I would love to send in my mask. See, there you go. So September fourth is the I guess
0: the pre-order date, but send in item. That's the cutoff. They're gonna shut down the pre-order, but send in items need to be in by August 25th. So I'm sure most of the fans, all nine of you out there, you've already seen. The ad for this, so you know right where to go. But if you haven't, just look up Rare Tracks, or go to our one of our social media pages, and you can click on it directly from there. We've obviously been sharing it around because this is an extremely big deal, as far as I'm concerned, for Friday the Thirteenth autograph collecting.
1: Yeah, definitely huge. We all thought that you know, the hopes and dreams of getting a Part Three Jason in our autographs is impossible.
0: Right, exactly. Now, personally, I do own three Richard Brooker signatures on 8 by 10s and I will definitely be adding Mr. DeLuna to my collection. So if you don't know, look him up, do what research you can. Like I said, there's a surprising amount of people that did not know who he was. Now, did Jimmy Medeiros or Tom Elliott have any scenes as Jason? I don't know without someone from the crew pinpointing Mike. So basically someone from the crew pinpointed Mike as doing the barn hanging scene. These guys that are doing the signing apparently got a hold of Mike somehow, and Mike confirmed it and said, yeah, I I did do the barn hanging scene, but he hasn't confirmed anything else other than various, various barn scenes. So with his, <clears throat> I guess, lack of interest and kind of like like Ted White originally just said, oh, it was just a job for me. A lot of these actors, it was just a job. They didn't really give a shit, right? Right. A lot of them have said that. And, and I don't have any issue with that to each their own. Works work. I'm not going to knock a, a guy or, or a a girl for for working, right? Right. So apparently his memory is a little rusty over the last 40 years on top of that. I'm not sure exactly how old Mike is now. I'm going to guess that he's probably somewhere around 75, but that's just a guess. So, anyways, what's going to happen during the signing? Rare Tracks is going to, Mike said that he would answer a small list of questions. So, we are going to submit a couple of questions to be added to this list. And hopefully, we will get Mike to recall or advise whatever scenes he can recall being in. So that'll be coming up shortly.
1: It's very exciting. I cannot wait. Yeah. All
0: right. So a lot of good stuff going on, Joseph, all good things.
1: Really do be. Speaking of good things.
0: Do you know who owns the best Friday the thirteenth museum in all the
1: world? I do. Oh, really? This is I'm and this, glad we're finally talking about this. It's been a while. Well, and who would that be? Um, the lovely Jeanette.
0: The the, the lovely, lovely Jeanette. So I I told her that I thought. Well, not that I thought, that I knew that she was the best Friday the 13th museum owner in all of the lands. And you know what her response to me was? I know. She said, well, well, I mean, I guess I would be because I'm the only one. And I said, correction, Jeanette. And I directed her towards the Friday the 13th props museum over in Germany. I said, technically, and they have published a book, but I said, technically, you are not the only museum owner, but you are the best. Wow. And that's from the heart. And then she started blowing up my phone with a bunch of pictures and stuff, and it just started getting weird, and I, I had to just
1: turn my phone off. Uh, I believe it. That definitely seems like a true story.
0: You give somebody a compliment, and then they start blowing up your phone with a bunch of inappropriate things that I can't even say. Are they legal? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Oh, hell yeah, dude. We do love us some, Jeanette, though. If you didn't already know that.
1: I do. I miss you too, Jeanette. All
0: right. So today, Joseph, we've already said today is August 1st, 36th anniversary of one of our favorite Friday the 13th films, Part 6, Jason Lives. And it's like a fine wine, Joseph. It just it just keeps getting better with age.
1: It really does. That's that's definitely one of my favorites for sure.
0: Well, let's we're not going to sit here and talk about a bunch of shit we've already discussed and some of these films, I mean, they're just like beating a uh, Uh, well, I'm not going to say, but you know what I, you know where I was headed with that.
1: I do know. Yep.
0: We're not going to, we're not going to bore you any more than we already do. We're just going to say it like it is. Tommy McLaughlin is still out there doing his thing. Him and your little friend, James Sweet. Have penned another Friday the thirteenth script. We'll we'll talk about that later. I'll call Tommy or I'll call James. You know what? I might have them both on. They're both friends of the show. I don't make this stuff up. James has been on. Tommy's been on. James even yeah, has Campbell Radio really shirt.
1: Excited. Oh, does? Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm fucking very excited about their upcoming projects, so I can't wait to talk about it next time.
0: Well, we can potentially
1: do that. <clears throat> But C.J. Graham
0: out there doing his thing, always on the convention circuit, still doing photo ops, still in fantastic shape. Uh, now that he's been retired for the last few years, he's he's really been making a lot of appearances. Darcy DeMoss. Look at Darcy. you yeah, damn right. Look at Darcy. Still looking fabulous. It's still a toss up. I mean, you've got you've got Darcy. And then you have Jennifer Cook. Yeah, um, we, we don't even know what she looks like anymore. Well, we don't because she just hides all the time. Coward. We don't. I think you know a good place for her to make an appearance would be the Friday the Thirteenth Museum in Blairstown. You know that? You know that one place that Jeanette runs. You ever heard of it? I've been there three or no four times. Yes. That would be a fabulous place for her to make an appearance. I but agree. You have you have Darcy DeMoss, a.k.a. Nikki. Once again, Joseph, another Nikki. Yeah,
1: but it's not a real Nikki. Well,
0: is Nikki Benz's real name Nikki? No. Is Nikki Six's real name Nikki? Well, he legally had it changed from Frank Verano. If you're a Molly Crew fan, you would know that. But, no. no. Nikki's... Nikki's real name is not Nikki. Nikki Benz's real name is not Nikki. I'm a, well. Now I'm pissed. If you, my life is a lie, she might have had it legally changed. I don't know. Look it up, people. You all got smartphones, you got tablets, laptops, smart TVs, and smart every fucking thing else. Go ahead and go ahead and look it up. <clears throat> so. A lot of good things going on with part 6. Arguably, I would say that Jennifer Cook and Darcy I mean, let's think about this. They're the best like best couple ladies in a Friday film. Okay. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not I'm not counting Freddy versus and I'm not counting the remake. <clears throat> Those are like in different generations, different time periods. Let's take it back to the 80s. Sorry, not sorry, but Darcy DeMoss and Jennifer Cook. That's where it's at. Amen. I mean, you could argue part four a little bit. You could argue that in there, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm riding with part six, ladies, on that one.
1: And don't forget the lovely Deborah, where he's from five.
0: We're talking about a pair, <laughs> Joseph, and we know that Deborah has a pair. You sick little perverted man. I understand that. Yes. But who else in part five are you going to add with Deborah to compete against the part six ladies? And the answer is no one.
1: The answer is no one. Bingo.
0: So Darcy, she goes to a lot of conventions. Obviously, Jennifer Cook is MIA. Tom Fridley hits conventions Um those people are still out and about, is what I'm getting at. I met him in
1: March. What about it? I'm sorry, I met him in March, Tom Fridley. Yeah, he was at PA HorrorCon. Did he have any holes in his jeans? Uh no, he did not. That is a bummer. Really is. But Maybe maybe his mom actually found a sewing machine, like Sheriff Garris said. Well, maybe so,
0: 36 years later. Obviously, Vinny Guastafaro, we've seen him in Never Hike in the Snow. We're going to see him again coming up in the Never Hike Alone series, which we're probably going to have to have on your little friend Vincent DeSanti again in the near future, just to talk about that. <clears throat> So Vinny's still out there doing his thing. These people obviously part six came out in eighty six. People are still, I guess, young enough to be out and about, right? Yes, sir. And I'm I, I will make a note about having Tommy on in the near future to talk about his his new uh script with James Sweet. So Maybe that will happen, maybe not. But anyways, we got Alice Cooper in part six, the man behind the mask, the soundtrack. I we can go on all day about why part six is one of the best Friday the thirteenth films. Now, it may not it may not have been the number one in the box office, but we can go on all day about that one. So we got I mean the kills we got 18 kills in part six.
1: some of the best kills, I think and the best way Jason came back to life too.:
0: Well, yeah, for sure the uh, the graveyard scene is one of the best prologues in all of Friday. There's no doubt about that. I would say I would say that part six, that the prologue to part six is the best in the original series. Because oh, no, no, obviously, no. Pri- what's that?
1: No, not, I was agreeing with you.
0: Oh, I was going to say, because prior to that, you basically just got a recap is, is all you got. Part six, they actually created something new. So, hands down, that one. And then, of course, 2009's prologue was probably the best in all of Friday history. But that's like a mini-movie in itself. Hell, that's... a. Uh, what fifteen minutes long for a prologue, something like that. Yeah. Um. Also, real quick note. Now we've got a few months, but in mid-November there's a Friday the Thirteenth 2009 reunion coming up at Days of the Dead in in Chicago. So we'll talk more about that as it gets closer. But <clears throat> um, they got a handful of alum for that one. It's going to be a pretty good show. And those the 2009 squad doesn't do. They just they just don't do a lot of signings. So, um. Jonathan Sadowski, he's part of it. Marcus Nispel, who's never even done a convention to my knowledge, he's going to be there. So just a couple names. But, but yeah, I mean, part six, it still holds up. I I don't think that's – my mind's ever going to change on that. But I know it's not everyone. It's not everyone's favorite. And that's fine. I mean, it doesn't have to be. But we just thought that it would be noteworthy to give it some love on its, uh, on its birthday.
1: As it deserves it too. Well, that's what mother would want. It really is.
0: So if you haven't seen it in a while, go watch some Friday the 13th part six, go check out CJ in costume photo ops. Uh, Looking like he, he jumped right off the screen.
1: Yeah, Other I didn't want my Camp Blood Radio, buddy. You remember? Uh, I don't know. I probably Last, have, year, I last know. year for the 35th, I, w- I did a photo op with uh CJ Graham, and I was wearing my Camp Blood Radio shirt.
0: Yeah, I don't really remember. He probably did. I don't know. Oh, ass. But you don't even have the new alternate design, so make that happen.
1: Well, I said I couldn't have the new design last year. Well, they're
0: available now, so make it happen. And for anyone else that does not have the new Camp Blood Radio design, Etsy, T Public, make it happen. So you got anything else, Joseph? I'm about tired of talking to you.
1: Yeah, same, dude. Fuck, yeah, I got nothing else.
0: All right, people. You know the drill. You know the complaint process. Leave a review, like, subscribe. Whatever it is that people are doing these days, unless
1: you're Mark Tefner. Evil lurks in the mind of a bad man. This is the end, friend. Your
0: suffering will be legendary, even in hell. What the front, I yes. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Candyman. I candyman,
1: candyman, candyman, am Candyman. Turtle. Because I've seen enough horror movies to you know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. That
0: is what I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh?
1: Something's a strange idea, there.